0: Hello, everybody, hello everyone, just step right up, sit right down, and be prepared to be entertained for an hour of ASL talk, because we are the Two Half Squads. I'm Dave. I'm Jeff. We are your hosts. And this is the one and only podcast dedicated 100% to the greatest game in the world. There's a lot of superlatives in there,
1: Advanced Squad Leader. (laughs) There's a lot of laxatives in here in where superlatives yeah superlatives what? oh accident good word jeff superlative yes.
0: i decide that's one of my new year's resolutions is to use bigger words like big word bigger words such as you know big
1: big words <laughs> supercalifragilisticexpialidocious yeah. yeah pretty big word yeah well hey do you know it's the 26th of january and yes it is new york is getting pounded it
0: uh, has that started? There's supposed to be a big like, storm. They've been talking about like it all tonight. day. It gives the news people something to do. Like, no, they
1: said like hurricane force winds. Yeah, they said up to 50
0: mile an hour winds, three feet of snow, and I'm concerned why? People get to stay in the like all squat the power's going to go out. Oh, that would be bad. It's a life threatening yeah, storm. Kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. 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 I'm no, I mean, how it's often do they have deal.
1: hurricane force winds with snow?
0: Well, I I don't know. I don't know, but it's. it, it looks like it's going to be very bad they had a worst they've had since 2008 they had a very very big snowstorm in 2008 yeah, and they get hit a lot don't they think? do yeah yeah chicago we i know it's like mild yeah in comparison Late i shouldn't week. say that because we'll get hit knock on wood well i wish i had that kind of power <laughs> people say oh no don't say that you'll jinx it and i Well, why <laughs> wish i had that power to jinx things or to turn them in in my direction Anyway, we're here to talk about ASL. We, and we, it's, good to, to see and we, you, Dave. Good to see you, Jeff. See, haven't seen you for a week What's or been so. happening lately, sir? Well, we had our, our interview with the Three Moves Ahead podcast. Yes. Two weeks ago, and that went well. And then that later that evening after we were done, we heard of the passing of John Hill.
1: Yes, very sadly. Very sad. So we posted the interview.
0: Yeah. Um. And it just made me really appreciate the fact that he took time out. And we were able to get that interview, and it
1: was good. It's a piece it of history good. now. Yes, it Again, is. And the oral history of the game. So, yeah. let's keep getting people, more people, emailing us that there'd be they'd be interested in being interviewed. McNamara, all those big guys. Yeah, and then we'll, Greenwood. Yep. And we'll from put the old, you old days. We'll uh, put
0: your interview on one of those gold records, like they put in the Voyager, and we'll send yeah. you into
1: space. Yeah, or time capsule. Yeah. Yeah. Bury you into the earth.
0: Yeah. But John Hill, you know, c- certainly we, we love him because of ASL, but he did a lot of other stuff. Yep. And very well-respected gamer, and uh, we shall miss him. Yeah,
1: looking at the uh, emails we got from his friends who were the Johnny Reb group, you know. Yes. Uh, really kind of sparked my interest again in trying his system, which I had played originally with Civil War when I started into the hobby. Is that it was min- the new. Uh, miniatures thing? Yeah, I'm sorry. Miniatures yeah. war game. And he, it was kind of the new one, Johnny Reb. So my friend Wally and I, the guy that started being squad leader, kind of tried it out a few times. Then my friends fell into Fire and Fury, and it was a simpler system, and it was easier for me to use with the kids at school. Ah. So I started doing a lot of Fire and Fury and just kept doing it. But then reading all these emails about John Hill's system, and it's got the prep, the defensive, and, you know. Oh, it does. All this yeah. basic, as he was explaining on the show when we interviewed him, you know, that you can apply that framework to other wars pretty easily. The prep fire, the cannon go right. off, and then pickets charge, they're, they're moving. You get a fire in the middle, defensive first, and then they close, they get advancing fire. And, and a lot of miniature systems do have that now. Yeah. So... Very influential, yep. And so I was thinking of playing some of that again, but have to buy the rule set for the new Johnny Reb. I think it's on version three now. Don't know anything about it. Would
0: that be something they'll play at Little Wars? Yes, sir. Okay, yes. I'll sir. take a look at that because I'm going to that this year.
1: Oh, for a day you are. Right? Yeah. I will, I will not. No, you're not because the Open is the same weekend. Oh, okay. I can do both. You can try both, or you can. I'm um, so yeah. I didn't tell you. I think uh, I'm yeah, skipping I didn't, the I didn't Open, folks. That. Yeah, maybe. Well, my I don't play know. play is that weekend, and I think I'm just not going to do either one. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see how that lays out. But we do have others going to the Open. Whoop, Mark, Mike, and sure, lots more. I don't know about from and all of them, but we encourage everyone to get to the SL Open and April 24th weekend. Yeah, we should yeah. probably look up. We'll pause uh, and I'm pretty sure. No, I think, I think that's it. That's yeah, what my okay. play is. Okay. So... There's lots of good stuff coming up. Yes, indeed, and lots of good ASL content on this show. We realized the last show was a bit light, and entertaining, and not heavy on any kind of rules or things like that. So right. we thought we'd really bring it, bring it tonight. All, We're re- bringing it rules heavy, all ASL. Mm-hmm. How has Tarawa been going, Jeffrey? Oh, Dave, if you only knew. And I don't, because I'm not
0: playing this one of it. Yeah, I will tell you. Well, we played last week again. We've been playing weekly. I'm doing very well with that. Let me just, my headphones just are crumbing out on me. There we go.
1: Probably doesn't matter. Uh, Let me,
0: yes, would you turn down the orchestra? Orchestra. Pianissimo. Pianissimo.
1: Oh, jinx. (laughs) We're good. But keep up the dramatic music.
0: Yeah. Taro. Last time we played, we played the Japanese, sorry, the marine turn. uh, That's all? Turn six. Okay. Yes. So six A is the marine turn (laughs) that we're on right
1: now. And And um, six J is the Japanese. Six B would be the Japanese. Hey, I'd like to slip in an apology to listeners. That was brought to our attention in a letter. We're not doing letters tonight, but... That I think I used the abbreviated version of Japanese live on the air. And normally I would not do that unless it's in a historical context, feeling that that's a slang term. So I wanted to apologize to all the listeners. Thank you, Dave. I think it given. was you. I didn't, I didn't I even look at it. I had up. a feeling it was. Yeah. But I didn't listen again. But yes. So, turn. Yeah, we, d-
0: we don't ever want to be uh, insensitive. Yes. Turn that
1: 6A. Happen,
0: so. so 6A, the Marines are doing. Well seem to be doing fairly well rich down on his end yeah I've stopped the music oh. <laughs> down on his end down on his end which is red beach uh two and three is doing very well there's actually a lot more density down on that side because that that's where the the bulk of our attack is he lost he's lost a, a few tanks now they've become immobilized and the pathfinders have have been eliminated so he's got a couple of tanks just sort of sitting out in the in the waves beautifully. But their their turrets are still active. Their main armament is still active, so they're taking some shots here and there. Uh this last turn he spent uh, he launched a great offensive against the island command bunker on Red Beach three. And it was devastating. He really took a lot of losses on that. Um his opponent, Zach, was rolling very well. And which yeah. really got shredded on that but I take it there's machine guns in there. Machine guns, yes. Neg
1: two liters, yes. You
0: know, yep. So that's been uh, that's been a real push for him. Though he he did finally pin some units, and he got uh, some other units on top of the island command bunker. And, and they, they don't
1: engage in close combat from there, or do they, they do. But there's no line of sight to fire, so right. yeah, it's all okay. Yeah.
0: So we'll see how that turns out. And then on my end, I I actually did very well, even though I don't have nearly as much going on. I still have some LVTs that are rounding the beak and heading down that side, kind of toward where the Singapore guns are, trying to make a an end run on that end of the beach. But my opponent, Jim, has taken a couple of very good shots and eliminated LVTs and everybody in them. So I lost two LVTs, both with eight Neg1 liters. Two squads, flamethrower, half squad, a couple of machine guns in each one. That was each one. Yes. So rather devastating.
1: But to the good side. Do you think you put <laughs> too many eggs in one basket there, or do you think that's just you got so many guys you just load them up? We had
0: so many guys we got. We had to load. We had to load yeah, them up. Okay. We put the first LVTS. We stacked with the minimum number of units that we could, hoping that he would take shots on those. And if we lost those, at least they would provide some cover. And, yeah, maybe his guns would break, whatever. Right. He didn't break many guns. But fortunately, today, as I was, or yesterday, as I was wading through, he had right on the tip of the beak two heavy machine guns, and he broke them both. Ah. He rolled a 12 and then rolled random selection and rolled doubles. That's the breaks. Broke, Broke them both. Then he broke another heavy machine gun down in the bay area and broke a... Oh, and then we engaged in close combat. I finally did get over the wall. Got a killer stack over Mm -hmm. the wall. Got above one of his um, pillboxes. We've engaged in close combat. And it was a three to two. I rolled a four. Killed two of his crews. And the... Heavy machine gun. Uh, those were mediums. The two mediums that they had gone gone. So it was it was a slugfest kind of. But back and forth. Now they have about two hundred and twenty five points right now, and uh, we're we're feeling pretty good. We're feeling like it's pretty evenly matched.
1: Okay, good good update. Yeah, uh, I have been playing the first bid. And we are around turn eight now, and the I think last time we talked about a lot of conscript losses at the front. Turn eight, how many times have you played? Three times? Three or four. Oh, you're chugging along. Yeah, we're able to do almost two turns a meeting. Oh, yeah, that's good. Right. Uh, And it's probably less stuff than what you guys have. It's a smaller board, I'm pretty sure. There's less rules with no water vehicles and all that all the german reinforces are on board now uh we really last turn we had a, a turn or two of just pushing north because the initial soviet defenses were overwhelmed occasionally we're hitting a strong point KDV nkvd strong point which we'll talk about soon in this show and pushing up so we had a turn of big movement Uh, mopping up some positions. And the Russians, on my right, as the Germans attack, uh, were falling back to get past the boulevard, if you know the map board at all. There's a boulevard that's wide. Neg 1 to shoot at people crossing it. Much better place to defend in in concrete buildings across the road Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. than other positions on the board. Harder to get outflanked because you can anchor it on the corner of the board. And the Russian reinforcements come so he has the option to move and knock out the railway stations, retake them, which increases what the number of piers we need to gain. Or he can come right on into that corner boulevard area and reinforce that whole thing, which can then cover three of the pier sections. And we have to interdict or interdict all the piers to end the game. And I'm not okay. really clear on what that means exactly I don't know if we can put a machine gun on a pier down to the left and shoot all the way down, and that counts as interdicting. Hmm. Or, but it does say you got to be able to draw. Like they give, they show diagrams in the oh, rule okay. book, so I'll have to reread all that.
0: Yeah, um, you don't need to know right at the moment, I guess, do you? Correct. Yes, but it so. is a good idea to know the victory conditions, Dave. You don't want <laughs> yeah,
1: I think we have covered <laughs> that on this show.
0: <laughs> I think we have more than once.
1: Yeah, and the uh, the attack. The OBA last show I mentioned, or two shows ago, mm-hmm. had some devastating attacks on Mark because he was starting to pull out of that railway station area. I pulled two reds.
0: Two red cards. Oh. So that's Uh-oh. gone. 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 That's really, you know, that's one of the most frustrating things in ASL. And, and if I can just interdict here. Mm-hmm. No, interject. <laughs> interdict. 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 We're having the same kind of issue where finally gets around to our turn, we can roll for OBA, and then you don't get radio contact. Or you get radio contact, and then you pull a red card. And it's
1: just like, oh. it, Yeah, that <laughs> I part of the game. again Yeah, no. it's I, I, – that two red card thing. I, I think most games should have a rule that if you pull two reds right away, you just – or you're granted a black. It's a do-over. First turn. Yeah. yeah, so you're guaranteed to get something out of the OBA. Yeah, but maybe it doesn't go off five rounds. But you're guaranteed a certain number of rounds. I, I, I think designers should start thinking about that.
0: Yeah, because um, people look forward to that. They would, you know, you want to have well, at it's least some play balance. I would think oh yeah, definitely. Don't get any. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's you really looking not, forward to It's hurting to it. us.
1: You're looking forward to it a lot. Yeah. And the Russians have had problems too. Their radio contact value, I think it's a. Seven, I don't know, the numbers are 6, 7, or 8, depending on the year. I think this is 42, so it's maybe the 6 or 7. It's early. Seven's a hard number to roll. Yes. radio contact. Any and number's they missed... hard to roll when you want it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't know how
1: that yeah. happens. Yeah, and they missed it a lot. So and yeah. then when it did go off, it didn't get too much, because then your actual explosion rolls, the hit-to-hit rolls... I mean, the effects rolls may be poor, but Stuka land, man. The first bit is Stuka land. It is. You roll a die, it tells you how many Stukas you get every turn, and if the enemy shoots them out of the sky, it doesn't matter, because the next turn you roll again for a new set of Stukas. And at first, I had a, like six of them go off. They couldn't get much of anything, maybe a tank or two. A lot of misses, near misses, which don't hurt a tank. But once you start dropping those on infantry and buildings mm, mm-hmm. and stuff, I don't think there was a near miss on that. Um, it, they have two hundred millimeter bombs. Two hundred they drop. Wow! So that's the high oh, yeah, end of that's the nice. chart, you right, know? Right. That's so, like a thirty-six or something. So yeah, I, I'm ready to cover air support very, very soon. Oh, now, good, good, good. What will we be covering next? I'll just go over my utensils oh yeah what do you got there jeff i see
0: some me, looks like you've been eating a lot of rice lately yes i have uh i actually haven't but i have i have been trying to find the right utensil
1: for working with stacks of counters in you, ASL. jeff mankind has been pursuing this for thousands of thousands years. of years and you think you're going to solve the problem i, I certainly
0: hope so i, I intend to give it a try go <laughs> well for a it. long time i have been admiring other people's tweezers <laughs> and i don't have any of those tweezers and i keep asking them where'd you get those tweezers and most of these guys most of the people will tell me i've had these tweezers for 18 years or whatever and i don't, don't know I don't where know. i got them and I, somebody said they're tissue tweezers or tissue forceps which is kind of creepy
1: sounding It's very medical then but i i it's love not kleenex to... right it's like no. T- like uh, no, like flesh. Like flesh. Ah. Yeah. Flesh.
0: They're kind of like the the things you would use to play operation, <laughs> the goofy game for dopey doctors, fixed up for real. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been looking on Amazon and I just haven't found anything. So somebody mentioned to me that you could try chopsticks. And so I've got some chopsticks, and yours
1: came with a wad of stickum at the. Yeah, end. I
0: got the stick tack on the end, on the other end, and actually, the, the chopsticks work okay. No
1: way, they do.
0: They work all right.
1: Well, you must be a skilled chopstickian.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's okay, but if I don't keep practicing, it's a problem. But the nice thing about using chopsticks is, if you lose all your other utensils, you can just order out. And just have them include chopsticks in the delivery, and you'll be playing again.
1: Okay, now you have the listeners wondering if you're serious about the chopsticks. I actually do use chopsticks. if you just set that up to get to the takeout joke. No,
0: No, I wouldn't go that far for so little. (laughs) Yes, you would. Yes, I would.
1: (laughs) Remember the mortar? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) um, So really, how tall of a stack can you do with that? Because it looks like it only pinches at the tip. Well, if you you keep them
0: uh, cantilevered, if that's the word, far enough out at the top of no, your hand. No, canter,
1: a canter lever is What the horses do when they're not quite jogging or running? It's a canter lever between. Oh, it's the a two.
0: They can't. I can't relieve it.
1: <laughs> so if you
0: hold them out far, you can get farther down. You can get more. Okay, I'd say I could probably get four or five. All right, with this. All right, but it's not really. Uh, I don't feel like I get a good hold of them, so it's always that's a little my precarious. Concern, which yeah. is yes, okay. Otherwise, taking off one at a time is fine, hmm. or even two at a time, I can do pretty well. I'm so, gonna, we'll get a photo of you with all these. The but end I end actually did post a photo on Facebook, but we'll get another photo oh. of me lifting some nice big stack with this. And they really do work. <laughs> okay. Uh, the other thing I have here, this I got out of my electronics kit. This is for pulling uh, IC chips off a circuit board. And so that it sounds it, as nasty
1: as the uh, flesh <laughs> off of corpses.
0: <laughs> it looks like sort of looks like tweezers, you see that? And it's got a little Oh, it's uh, bend, bent at the end. Bent at the
1: end, so it creates like little little hooks. It's harder to drop them out. But then you got to slip those hooks between the counters when you're yes. going for stacks. And they're actually a, a little bit strong,
0: so you kind of have to really well, push like I'm hard. weak, but you kind of have to push hard, but if you let go, and they go flying open, they're uh, going to knock over anything that's close by. And the
1: harder you're pushing them and they flip out of your hand, they're really going to go far yes. too across the table.
0: But the little hooks at the bottom are nice for picking up something yes. securely, I see I'm that, not sure about a stack. That those.
1: model also comes with the sticky tack at the end of right. it. Right. Very nice. At the those stack. are about five inches long. Yeah, Yeah. that's a fairly hard push. Of course, I'm stronger than John. Yes,
0: you are. But I notice the veins uh. are standing out on your forehead now. <laughs> on my forearm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That doesn't, yeah. yeah and I'm not that's sure. Not that's not quite right. So, it's, what else do you it's have? Not quite right. Well, this I just got. I ordered this from Amazon.
1: Oh, that's a real like tissue forceps, except they weren't.
0: But they're not. It's these not are, are uh, the Fluval planting tongs. These are ideal for maintaining planted aquariums. Now, these are long. These are forceps. They're long. They're about ten and a half inches long. They're bent at the end, which is which many people have seen. Why do I need this it. for
1: an aquarium? A fish tank
0: aquarium? Yeah, for planting oh, plants. I was thinking of terrarium. You could probably use them for a terrarium
1: as well. Yeah, so you don't have to get, your hands get in your, the your water. hands dirty.
0: Like if you're playing ASL and you want to quickly adjust your plants <laughs> without getting your fingers dirty <laughs> and you want to get back to the game. <laughs> so you could use them for that. This...
1: So Definitely would stay more parallel as it closes. Yes. Than the chopsticks,
0: but still, uh, I feel like they need to be bent in a little bit so that as they close, they correct, they create the correct parallelity. <laughs> There's a word, possibly, and they're long. I mean, one of the advantages of that is you can
1: go reach across. You can the really board go far without invading someone's personal space. Right.
0: But I'm not sure. I and I bought two of these, uh, so that we could give them out and get reviews. So Zach has a pair that he's taking to the Southwest Outpost down okay. in uh, Aurora. Yes, to test them out. And do you want to test these? Take them with me and try them. Yeah, I guess I could.
1: Yeah, we have a big game going on with some yeah. big stacks. Let yeah. me tell you.
0: So we'll do a review on those. We'll we'll be interested to hear what you have to say about that. And if listeners have any interesting ways of moving around stacks of counters, or if you can just put me on to your very excellent pair of tweezers, Mm -hmm. forceps,
1: the fluval, the fluval. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I have avoided it my whole life, even trying. You have. I noticed that. Uh, Why is that? I have pretty steady hands right now, although I'm starting to get a little shaky. My dad has the... Shaky hands, oh. he's 80-something. But he had it even in his 50s, 60s, or certain angles. I now notice my hand will start to shake a little. Oh, really? It's like, you know, it's not on Parkinson's at it's all. Like, it's I just thought it was jazz kind of... hands. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, maybe you should take off the white gloves. <laughs> so, yeah, but I have noticed some of my other friends are starting to have the a shaky hands, too. Oh, it's, interesting. It's getting hard for, for that. And I don't know if the forceps would help fix that. It might. It might. But, yeah, the board can get tight. You got... Yes. Just, yeah, when you have, like, two or four stacks together adjacent, yeah, it's tough. Yes. You need these things. And as we were playing Tarawa the other day, Rich
0: had quite a stack. It was probably 10, 10 or 11 counters and in, in several areas. And Zach said, I think I want to shoot into that stack, but can you tell me what's in it? And Rich was just like... And he had just gone through all of his stacks because he had done all of his prep fire... And then all of his movement, and then all of his advancing fire. Um, well, he didn't. He hadn't done advancing fire because Zach was going to do his defensive fire. But anyway, Zach said, "I'd like to take a shot at that." Can you tell me what's in there? And Rich was just like, "Please don't ask me to take that <laughs> stack apart." I'm so. We've had a number of of things just toppling over, and it, it's just going to happen. And and we've had instances where suddenly there's a counter loose on the on the map board. It's like, where did that counter
1: come from? Do you agree to just place it somewhere? Yeah, we just agree. Yeah, especially not, in a, in a game of somewhere. that magnitude. Yeah. That, it's not gonna, one thing I have been doing lately has been I've been putting sticky tack on the bottoms of all my counters. So when I stack them, they're all sticky tack together. So then I just lift up the top counter, the leader or whatever, and Great I just idea. move the whole stack right yeah. like that. So a little slows it down when you want to move them separately. You have to pull the sticky tack off. Yeah. And sometimes it tears the <laughs> cardboard shits and Maybe you, you should know. use glue. Just uh, we did super glue. The stack that together. was really dumb. Yeah. Really dumb. I couldn't believe. You know, as soon as I super glued the stack together, it worked great. I'm like, look at this stack. I That's can move this stack. anywhere. And then they're like, okay, Dave, try and take it apart. Oh,
0: that was really dumb. So there's two things you need to do. You need to think about your stacks ahead of time, and read the victory conditions.
1: <laughs> to improve, two, two things. Now I don't know if you've noticed, but I think one of my ASL gifts or talents is remembering what's in a stack. You do that very well. Don't I? Yes. I'm, and you- am I, I'm amazed people, otherwise people don't know. Yeah. Because I'm like, that's the 548 with the light machine gun. That's an 8 firepower. Then I got yeah. the four 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 six seven with the medium. And then you know, and, I, and your stack across the street is two conscripts and then a half-squad first line. Right. You know, cause I, for some reason I can really remember all that, and I, there's plenty of other things I don't remember, so.
0: Yeah, no, you're good at that, and you have pointed out to me subtly on occasion that I'm dumb. <laughs> like, what, are you an idiot? Yeah. Subtly. You don't remember subtly. what's in there? Yeah. You just looked at it. Yeah, you just looked at it. <laughs> You've looked at it 500 times. It's the same. You still don't it's remember the, it? It's
1: the medium, the heavy, uh, the 10-2. Oh, yeah, uh, the first night's yeah. <laughs> game. Sorry, Jeff. Yeah, and, I, okay. and, and Mark is interesting too that I, I guess I get, I'm not impatient, but I want to play faster. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm kind of like, well, just go ahead and move that guy. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm quick to say, they have no targets. There's no prep for you. And then people are like, well, l- l- not just Mark, lots of people are like, well, okay, let me look. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not trying to rip you off. There's just, there's no shots for you. I've been looking at it while you've been. Busy. Now, what if they want an opportunity fire, Dave? You are
0: you they would have stressing to, them out.
1: They would have had to declare that in the prep fire. But well, I think you this know, is when they fire, don't have targets. Though, yeah, Jeff. no, you're right. If you have no yeah, targets, no, you have no targets. No.
0: I have never known you to to really steer me wrong and say,
1: Yeah, you know,
0: hopefully not. Oh, the, you don't have any targets. Yeah, <laughs> though I do like those op- those uh, those occasions. I can't hit that guy running in the open adjacent yeah. to me. No, <laughs> not in this case. <laughs> He's running really fast. Yeah, there are cases where uh, where you'll say, or somebody will say, somebody who I look up to, and they'll say something like, you don't have any shots there. And I'll think, well, I got a shot there. And then I'm like, well, what What about this shot? Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, I missed that. I was thinking, yeah, I got to be careful. You know, you got to be well, careful. Well, you do. You do, do want to double check careful. it.
1: Yeah. And it is totally true. It's so easy to still miss little rules in this thing. Yes. You can have oh, yeah, one absolutely. you can have your own opponent at one time tell you, Oh, don't forget you have this. And then you, you know, use it. Right. And then they'll forget the same tactic or rule. Or like oh, okay. So in Valor of the Guards, the the buildings are gutted. They're three movement points. We all knew this. Right? All four yeah. of us. We went over everything together. And produced the first, like, game, we were all paying three movement points. <laughs> By our second meeting or third, we were all just paying two for a building. Oh. One, two, one, two We all were doing it. Wow. And then suddenly, <laughs> one of us goes, hey, wait a minute. Weren't these gutted buildings three movement points? We're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We all just forgot and suddenly and he didn't remember like when it benefited him. He just we just he just remembered. Right. Oh wait a minute, we we you know, you did it or I just did it wrong. Yeah. You know? So that'll happen.
0: Yeah, we do that. We've been doing that a lot. We'll forget that the Marines are fanatic on the beach or something like that, you know. And if if they're not marked and you're just supposed to remember, it's it's difficult.
1: Yeah. You get locked up in the moment. So So we have covered some great ASL material already. Yes. Different methods. Games we've played, and now, and now,
0: we shall seize the bridges. It's all a question of bridges. Where thunderclap surprise.
2: I love the smell of red pub in the morning. Smells like. Victory.
1: Dave, I know you have been to the movies. Yes, and that theme music you just heard uh, would indicate that uh, I, have, I have three movie reviews, but I didn't really write them up officially at all. So I'll just shoot from the hip here. Yeah. Um, current films, we've had a rare movie-going season in my house where we've gone to a lot of movies. So first up on the docket was, surprisingly, I haven't still seen The Lord of the Ring, The Hobbit, Last Hobbit film. No, yeah, I I have not either. That's going to be this Saturday with the Timonins. Oh, okay. If you guys want to join us, you are invited. Just might do that. Okay, Timonins yeah, like and Laura that. and I, you guys can join us. Okay. Um, It's already scheduled on the calendar. So that'll happen But before it disappears. But Imitation Game. Oh, yes. It's about breaking the Enigma code. Right. And I think that was actually my favorite of the three films I saw, Unbroken, American mm-hmm. Sniper, and Imitation Game. Mm-hmm. And... It worked on a more levels, I felt, than the other two films. It just kept my interest more. And it was really about not only breaking the code and inventing the first computer, so to speak. It was about being different. It was about being kind of an autistic or Asperger's conditioned person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that limits how you can interact with other fellow human beings. You're right. Right, they take everything literally and things like that, and it was very fascinating. It, and it moved from the like you say—I didn't write down any information, but the main characters, Alan Turing. Oh, thank you. Childhood. Mm-hmm. Which it didn't go in order: childhood, adulthood, you know, old age. Um, it it just jumped mm-hmm. around appropriately, which also was worked really really well. Fully logical cuts between the time spans and when he was younger someone gave him a book and i haven't checked the historical accuracy of this either um on codes hmm. and he said oh you will like this cuz what are codes well codes are like when you know you get a message but it doesn't really say what it says it's it's a code it's it says something different and it's intended to be different than what you see and he said oh it's like language speaking english and his friend was like what Because people say things to me and I don't know what they mean. And they think I should. What a line. Yeah. You know, capturing that. And I have students like that. How hard that is to have the feeling that you just don't get it most of the time when people. And then they ostracize you for that and so forth. So it worked on that level as well as the whole coding thing, right? And it worked with him. Not fitting in with the guys there. There was a woman involved. You know her name, do you? Uh, name. not. No, I don't. But she passed this test and got involved with the guys and breaking the code. Her parents were reluctant to have her be with men, so they suggested she – so I think they kind of fibbed that she'd be in a separate quarters and stuff, And they, but she got in there and working with them. Well, she was in separate quarters sleeping, of course. It was yeah. 1940s, Right. Right. Uh, Showed the resistance of the leadership um, in tolerating his his different way of thinking about breaking this Mm -hmm. code. Mm -hmm. One eye-opening moment for me was when they had busted the code and figured out where the Germans were going to attack this convoy. And we're going to all move to tell, oh, we have to go tell them, go now and stop this attack when – one of the guys realized you can't suddenly start stopping all the German attacks. Oh, right, because they would know that their code was broken. I would never have thought of that. Yeah, <laughs> right. I would have ran around. So, boy, it got into that moral dilemma. Yeah, you know, it got into being tough,
0: tough decisions uh, there. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, it really was was was. And again, that I thought was an outstanding film. The acting is all superlative, and. Um, Yeah, liked it a lot. Good. That one is the
0: one of the three that you've mentioned. It's the one that interests me the most. Yeah, I think especially for you, it
1: would work on that level of like the computer. Yeah, and people saying things that
0: I don't understand them. Like when people are telling me squad leader rules, like Rich will be talking (laughs) and he'll say, "Well, of course, of course, you know that's a minus three because it's that that, that. it's minus minus two. It's up down three four, four." and you can't do that because you went to the bathroom." And I'm just like, <laughs> I can see your lips moving, but I do not
1: know what you are saying. Well, yeah, you can probably relate to it so on I'm that level yeah. also. Yeah, yeah, and there's some tragedy in his life. And in, in, in one of the lines also, he gets into some, ah, yeah, I'm not, I don't care about spoiler alerts, so maybe just shut your ears. This isn't too big of a spoiler. Yeah. But he asks, so am I a hero, a traitor, you know, an oddball or a... What am I? (laughs) You know, because he really couldn't fit in to these categories very well. And,
3: yeah, and it has a
1: lot of plot twists with, so I just said spy. Well, it's got other people involved in that. So it works on several, again, levels. And that's not too much of a spoiler because you don't know who's who and who's what. So that's also going on. Yeah.
0: I find those stories with the
1: moral dilemma, such as you described, to be
0: really, really interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Now, there was a Moral Dilemma segue in American Sniper, mm-hmm. and it was a really good film. I mean, I'd, I'd go great film. I hate to say outstanding on any of them or like my all-time favorites, but uh, American Sniper, solid, good film. I got to see combat in Iraq in a different way. I didn't know the snipers did Overwatch. Maybe I'm a little too like World War <laughs> like like World War II or playing too much squad leader where they're random, Overwatch is where they are assigned to be looking out for U.S. ground troops. Mm-hmm. So they're in positions where they can watch the American troops move through the city door-to-door looking for terrorists and whatever. Okay. And they can look all around, and, and if they see a terrorist moving around a corner or peeking out of a window with a bomb they're going to drop, they can snipe them. Ah, Overwatch. So they're really set to protect units of Americans. Okay. I you know, maybe I was a little too much like um enemy at the Gates. At the case, it seemed yeah. like they just kinda moved wherever they wanted to move that day. Yeah. And found enemy wherever they found them. And we're not protecting specifically right. Americans. Yeah. Or, well Germans or Russians. So I didn't really know that. They did this overwatch. They're mm. protecting those specific guys from any attacks from behind them or that they can't see. Very very interesting. Yeah, great battle scenes, um, great acting. Really, what talking to a coworker today that what he can do with the, the sniper as he's looking, just his eyes can register his um, hesitancy, his unclarity as to whether that's a true target, uh, what the intent of the person walking toward the American troops is. The woman in the burqa what's in her, what she got under her burqa, is it a bomb, you know. Yeah. All that suspense, really, really there. It treated his home life. You got to see his whole home life. It's based on a true story. I haven't checked the accuracy. I had students at school tell me, oh, it's, they heard it wasn't very accurate, but they don't double-check that stuff yeah. either. So I'm not going to get into delve into that here. Um, yeah, the home life, the troubles with the, the PST, PTSD, post-traumatic stress syndrome, and you know, you know he did a lot of tours, and I guess one of the controversies have you heard any controversies over the film um from like no, I don't think i I haven't hear about really, no. the Hollywood people, not part Michael Moore and all that
0: I, I heard mention of Michael Moore somehow having some issue, yeah, but I don't
1: i I missed it I think in general well it's it's an interesting concept i I think a lot of the World War II guys viewed snipers as cowards. Oh, really? Right? right? in warfare, people who attack from a distance are cowards. Yeah. Come out and fight straight yeah. up. The Japanese hiding in the trees and shooting at us is cowardly. Uh, I've read that in some accounts. It's not been a theme that I've always picked up in all these World War II things I've looked at. So I do think somewhere throughout time our view of that has changed do you, yeah. do you ever hear anyone say snipers are cowards today
0: no i mean either. i
1: would never i i would and i would
0: never consider that i think that would have to be a singularly difficult job because you're doing it on your own or do they have did he have somebody with him did he have a one that person he worked with that was yes the, yeah
1: one okay. person i think their job was to watch his back right because he's so hunkered down into that scope yeah yeah. but nevertheless
0: something you you kind of have to deal with on your own you have to make these decisions on your own and you have to deal with the consequences the psychological consequences on your own cuz nobody else was there it's not really like you can sh- it, it's not a shared experience no. like other although he
1: could report into his radio too he could say target here suspect this and then i know in one scene they said well your call um and then in later scenes i don't think he had that connection mm. And the guy with him, yeah, was doing none of that. Well, yeah. I think the guy with him in one scene was a little more enthusiastic about him killing people than he was, mm. even. no I think if I recall correctly. But so, yeah, you get this Michael Moore comment. I don't know you know what the comment was, and you know I don't. We don't take a hard and fast, you know view. I I guess the issue is is a glorifying war. My take on it was that it was not a film that has post-traumatic stress in it. Yeah. Uh, that's not really hiding the downsides. A film that shows the stress of of trying to shoot these people, some of whom are children. It didn't hide that fact. Yeah. So, my take on it was maybe it was a little bit flag-waving, but I think that was kind of the the sniper characters actual personality you know he was a good old boy that loves his country yeah and is very sure of what he needs to do to defend that country so i didn't fault it as being an overly pro you know it wasn't the green berets or you know sergeant york right yeah no it just wasn't yeah so i think some of that criticism unfair glad to hear what the listeners say plop a comment down there and the last film that we saw was um, Unbroken. I made my Oh, right. my Which... father-in-law in Florida go to that and his his wife mm-hmm. and, and they said, <laughs> said to my wife, "Well, we usually go to romantic comedies." <laughs> I made yeah. them go to Unbroken. And the kids all went. I felt this is history they should all see and Yeah. It, and it was good, solid film. Um I saw it the furthest to go, so my memory's not as strong on it. It one my comment it left out some of the happy parts. Not happy parts. Um you read the book. In the book. I yes. remember you did a book we, report on yes. it. Uh. And of course the book was better. And but here's why. She didn't do the comedy parts. And not comedy. At One point I said on the podcast they were trying to poison this Japanese evil guy by putting Diarrhea in his food and stuff, and mm. give him, you know, and he—they got him really ill, but he wouldn't die. Well, that's kind of like comic relief in a story of oppression and torture and yeah, beings, right? I, I suppose so. Because you're thinking, oh, look, they're they're fighting back in a way, and it's kind of funny, like right. oh, they're trying to get him with this illness, and they're sneaky. Everyone loves sneaky prisoners, right? Yeah. And they did show him like trying to hide stuff in their pant legs and stuff, that kind of resistance. But to leave out that event i felt just made the film a little too dark a, yeah, More gas or just more of the same yeah oh, more of the same. now he's getting yeah. beaten in this camp and now he's beaten in this camp right and it didn't uh let's see i don't think it had the berlin olympics stuff in there he was a runner yeah it had the, some of the berlin olympics in there but not all the parts i remember from the book uh like out on the streets later after the olympics encountering german soldiers and things um yeah, so she you know, great film, solid film. Yeah, you know, and I think that's all I can say about it. Good performances, and and when
0: you're saying she, you
1: mean uh, Angelina Jolie? <sighs> yes, thank who you. directed? Yes, yeah,
0: yep. So, so recommend all three. Okay, great. Well, thank you, Dave. Why don't you ever take me to the movies? That's because I like to sit on your lap, isn't it? And that's hard for two hours. <laughs> you've been to a lot of movies. I didn't realize
1: you went to movies that often. Yeah. Well, normally we never do go to that many yeah. movies. And did you like the three-player game? Remember we did it with Mark at the Open. At the
0: Open, yeah, two years ago yeah. almost. now. Yeah, I enjoyed that. thought it was very good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, guys, this is Tom Meyer down here in Kansas City. You all need to come down to the March Madness ASL turning. Well, in March, weekend of the 13th. Hope to see you all there. And now, at the risk of monopolizing the show, Jeff, I'd like to insert a conversation I had with, uh (laughs) uh-oh, recall problems, Mike and Mark. Yes. We played a three-player game, Burmese Bandits. Oh. And it's from the new, was it from the new deluxe pack? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Maybe that was it. Yeah. Right. And so if you don't mind we can play that. It takes about 24 minutes. Yeah, it's, excellent. What is it? It's a conversation about not just that scenario, how to win it or what we thought of it, but also um three player games in general also. Oh, excellent. So we can end with that nice little bit of ASL.
0: Let's listen to that and I'll pour myself a beverage.
1: All right. All right, hey everybody. Uh we just finished playing these Bandits. LFT F- FT-202. FT-202, FT which is the LFT, Le Frank Terror. pardon our... What does Le
2: Franch-Terreur mean? Is it like the tired soldier or the tired Frenchman? The French... Terer, terer, terer,
1: uh uh it, The it? French soldier. I think the Terres were...
3: The is word friend friend. means
1: tired. No,
3: I have no idea. I think it means
1: like French Goodyear tires. The French <laughs> tires. Mark is checking it online. I like that up. But we we played a three player game. Mike Stubitz, Mark Woods, Dave Kleinschmidt. And uh, Mike Stubitz has some comments
3: for us. Yeah, it was the
1: Indian
3: National Army.
1: Yeah, uh, he's the Indian National (laughs) Army or something like that. Uh, They were actually kind of allied with the Japanese. This is 1945. Towards the end of the war. Burma. The war's, yeah, like, going to be over soon. For all practical purposes, it's over in Burma. I got the impression. He and I, being separate armies, three player game, needed to get three of five ammo dumps and move them off the south edge.
3: Along with 12 points. Casualty victory points, yeah. Or exited victory points. Oh, prisoners.
1: I just thought about prisoners. Oh. But wait, there was no quarter for one of the... Okay, getting ahead of ourselves. And then Mark was the Burmese and British, kind of, army. And they were just trying to stop us, Mike, or I from achieving our victory conditions. And then Mark would win the game. Hopefully that's pretty clear. We haven't practiced this recording and there's four boards of deluxe. This is from the new deluxe pack. And I love LFT. these deluxe uh,
2: haxes.
3: Okay, and let's talk about that for a minute. I just like the way
2: I could lay out all my counters, and it was, it
3: was real obvious these what, what was even, in are uh, even hacks. bigger than the expanded map boards.
2: Yes,
1: they are bigger than the. Ex- some people who have illegal expanded map boards, which I've seen yes. at tournaments, but I don't know who actually has any of those. The art is really a little different here, but I, I like it. got used to it really quickly and easily. Uh, yeah you got I know I think um one thing was we could spread out our squads more, so I would put a lot of my weapons in front of my counter mm-hmm. instead of on top of my counter to lay them all out in the hex and the leader behind them' is how I tended to do it uh, near the end of the game. I was grabbing some of these ammo dumps that I needed to capture and take off board, and then I was hiding them under light machine guns, so then we started stacking and Mark got very mad at me for that I was hiding very devious.
2: I like Supply the trees, and, and the depiction of the trees, those are very realistic. Very. I found the hills confusing at first, just because they're a different color from the standard map board. Right. But right. they so do look good bit... with the shading.
1: And you can tell the second level, right? Even though it's not necessarily darker. Okay. But because of the highlighting, you can see it's raised up hill on a hill. Right? So you don't have to have that extra dark oh, layer. A uh,
3: better, like, 3D red. Gray. Gray. Yeah. yeah. Right.
1: Whereas the
3: regular boards, the color is a little more. Just darker. Right.
1: The dark brown going up. Yeah, and this this one doesn't even look any darker over here on board. Oh, is that D2? Mike, it's up in the corner. No, D2.
2: Yeah. The elevated grain was interesting. It never came into play, but I'd not seen that before. On this game,
1: yeah. Um, And then they have the roads going through the grain, which play just like roads through um,
2: orchards,
1: basically. And so, yeah, it's a it's a great production here, um, and we played a couple of three-player games. Dogs of War, which I think is an official ASL product. I played it twice. I think it's always been very good. Then Mark, I, and Jeff played another LFT, or was it a... I think it was an LFT game,
2: and it was intended to be a three-player it game. It was
1: from the um, Russian Revolution, perhaps? Yes. Okay. And we, it could end in a tie, and it did end in a tie.
2: Which was frustrating, because in a tie, you lost.
1: In a tie, everybody kind of lost, or everybody won. As I, re-
2: As I recall, you couldn't win if it ended in a tie. Oh, but everyone else could just not lose and, and but I not think, win? And I, I thought Dave and I actually ended up winning well, there's no winner
1: because it was a tie. I just remember I mean, you
2: being really upset.
1: I think it was because I was a tie. Maybe that's. My I was license. like, what? You can't end in a tie. <laughs> we put all this time into this. We need a winner. You may be right. And so that was my frustration with that game. This game, I thought was uh, okay, but Mike has some thoughts. This is his first. Yeah, well, game.
3: with twelve conscript squads, um, with zero ELR, I couldn't really close in on you, Mark, without. You know, getting disrupted. Well, it, yeah. I mean, you're going to get disrupted left and right, right. with zero ELR, and, and that happened a oh, lot. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, pretty much the same thing. And I kind of like knowing who my enemy is, and not kind of being wishy-washy and backstabbing you, Mark. And and although I, I, I in fairness, to point out, Mike, I, you have so many
2: squads get disrupted um, early in the game, as well as a leader. One of your two leaders got disrupted. Right. Yes. At that point in my mind, it was over for you, and, and there was really no chance for right. you to win. And so it kind of ticked me off when you started stabbing me in the back. <laughs> well, the
1: fun there might be if, um, if Mike, if you don't, would rather see Mark win tonight because he's behind in the passel standings. He's a generically inferior player to me. He's less good-looking than I am. He's a little oh, less intelligent I than I have am. do more here. Not he has a little more I'm not talking but you know what pro. I mean. I would kind of go, "Oh well, Mike beat me last time and beat Bob last time. Let's beat Mike." You know, I mean, it gives well, you that option I, to I, pick I on someone. I think it's pro. Uh, well, wait. Let's pro. Stick, can we stick with the concept of? Um, so, what was the problem with the stabbing in the back? We had a lot of. We had some problems with that. It says well, this was what's my the first rule first time
3: uh, playing
1: uh,
3: well, a the, three player game. The rule the says,
1: right? We have a, a rule question. Alliances during play are allowed, but only one nationality will be the winner. Now, my interpretation of that is that Mike and I probably n- needed to play stronger together against the Burmese-British to push and get these ammo dumps. Then I think the intention is the Japanese and the Indian Army turn on each other because their food supply is so low they want to get all the food and get off the board and run the heck out of here. Makes
2: sense. I, I wonder, though, but, Dave, if the way the, the setup worked almost prohibited your working together
1: oh we could have well go ahead well
2: because i set up towards the center of the board my my goal was to make it difficult to capture the ammo cars and have to capture them high up in the board so you had a long way to carry them Mm -hmm. based on the way i set up it was natural for both of you to try to flank me on the east and west edges and that's what we did which was going to make it hard to work together
1: yeah, but I think if it was not a player like Mike, he would have come straight up the middle at those front and eight, and not a player like me. And right at the same They would have come straight limits
3: up. Limits me from setting up less than 3 hexes away from you. Oh
1: yeah, the Indians have to set up 3 hexes away from the Japanese, so I took the middle of the board pushing mm-hmm. Mike to the edge and that was probably a mistake because I had the idea of flanking the and Japanese. So
3: did
1: I. You were going to do it anyway. Well, until I pushed you, or before that,
3: no, I. That was my intention to flank, to flank, no matter and where, then, and have a central force. But with that zero ELR, I couldn't really close in on Mark without. But getting did, to, did that affect
1: your decision to yes. flank everything? Yes. Okay, um, because mine was I had the the Japanese have these three or four first line squads; they can go full moves. Otherwise, Mike's army and the rest of the Japanese were all conscripts, so we had a a slower movement rate we had to be aware of. And I did push up the middle, and they did pretty well, because my flanking force got behind. If you do have these boards, folks, or look it up online, the layout. Uh, Dave, I moved into the J2 woods from behind, K3 um, from flanking, and... Mark was in like J1, J5, J4, J3, and I also had Japanese in like I3 on board D1. D1. D1 I3. Yeah. So I surrounded this J3 wo- buildings and J5 on board D1 woods area. So my frontal push and re- and side rear push worked really well, right, Mark? I ended up eliminating a lot for failure to route.
2: And those did. Now that was a, a less heavily defended side, too. Yeah, yes. the majority of your forces Because he had three of the... Against me. I had three ammo counters on the... On the
1: Call it the... the north, east edge of uh, the board. West west, west. west.
2: west edge of the of board. The,
1: of the central road. There's a nice road that runs pretty much right down the
2: middle. So I more heavily defended that side. Oh, not trying which to Which made sense, off. because
1: if I, even if you lose these two, mm-hmm. um, I still have, have to cross mm-hmm. and get that third one exactly. and get off, which I failed to do. Mm-hmm. Even if Mike didn't join you so our quite well we never talked about that alliance question so our our question was so Mike allies with mark then mark brings his reinforcements in around um, the west edge d5 d1 into those woods and through them he ends up adjacent to a bunch of disrupted squads of Mike it comes to the row phase. they're allies but so then does we made an alliance but but you have to be eliminated for failure yeah, to uh, route away they're from,
3: disrupted right
2: because yeah. Well, inter- yeah my interpretation is there even though we have an alliance you're still a known yeah. enemy correct so you're cutting off my route lines which is why I wanted you to move out once we formed that alliance yeah so, so we weren't sure how to interpret this whole phrase alliances during
1: player are allowed because what does that mean then you can route toward the enemy now the enemy that's allied with you, and then or I think it's just an it was, enemy
2: you've agreed not to shoot for a
3: while. So we played and that's it. How we played it? Yeah, we
1: played it as it's just you choose not to shoot the guy, but you can't route toward him, and you will be eliminated if you're next to him and you're disrupted and all that kind, and can't route and all that kind of stuff.
3: I Think if I was to play this again with you guys, I would kind of work more together with. The
1: Japanese. Well, we looked online. Burmese have won the first game on Roar. That's not enough of a sample. But here's your second one, the Burmese-British one again. So, yeah, Mike and I would recommend, if you're playing this, uh, folks, go ahead and the Indians and the Japanese should work together closer in the beginning. To get a better chance of somebody getting three things and getting off the board.
2: And I think that makes sense just from a, a counter standpoint. I mean, you guys way outnumbered me with uh, 20 to 12, was it roughly?
3: 21 yeah. to 12. Yeah, yeah
2: that's the initial setup. And then three good British so ranked. So I think, yeah, if, uh, right. if the INA and the, the Japanese team up, or lie at least, right. then you can whittle down the Burmese army. Whereas by splitting up, I was able to.
3: And Mike and I were
2: kind of even, twelve to twelve in terms of counters.
3: But again, your ELR was five; it was hard to close in and, and break here. True, right?
1: Yeah, Mike had a lot of disruptions, which is going to happen with an ELR of zero. It's like, and there's, they're 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 six morale. They break. They disrupt. Half of them are going to be disrupted. But you didn't have a leader over there. Oh yeah, the leader got disrupted, yeah. as Mark said. Um, but boy, better keep both leaders, maybe. Well, I don't know. Even I had a disrupted...
2: Well, yeah, you had a yeah, one that, that was much better. A you know, leader that... Conscript got, Japanese.
3: You know, severe wound killed.
1: I wonder if, if for the Burmese-British taking those ammos... Mark also kept them in his possession, which mm-hmm. I never would have thought of. I would have laid him on the board and just fought around yeah. them. But he had them possessed think, and started I mean, to move I back. He did a good job. Yeah, he did a very
2: good and job. I was more of a delay tactic than anything, if you if def- If you closed in on me, I could at least move them away, and then you'd have to move farther to get them. I did not want to carry them south for you.
1: Okay, yeah, that was the trade-off, right? Right, Right. and I think it's hard to get off. I would almost add a turn, don't you think? By the time you do all the fighting and
3: disrupting. Well, definitely, replace the 6 plus 1 leader to a 9 neg 1 leader would help for the the INA, yeah. But again, if, if the INA and the
2: Japanese had teamed up early on, yeah. I think it would have been easier to capture three ammo of force.
1: Yes. And then they'd have to turn on each other because
2: only one Maybe of the two, two can get only three one, off the board. Those, those first, roughly the first two turns, all the shots were such low firepower, nothing was happening. Correct. It was, it was, we all had these three, uh, three firepower troops shooting at long range for a while.
3: The heavy rain was a plus one automatic that was interesting. I kind of I appreciated that,
1: yeah, lots <laughs> of shooting and no ref- effects yeah right, so Mark's the defender stood for a very long time without breaking,
2: and I like the fact that you guys were sliding down the slopes It cost you a little extra a
1: little extra work. movement factor no, up and downhill
2: and only a few didn't.
1: <laughs> but that'll also affect them getting off the board if they have to, if they're channeled up the hill mm-hmm. And it just seems like dense terrain to get through. And, and, but right? There's no way we were going to get off. I was in, like actually a turn and a half short, and I thought I'd move pretty well.
3: Right. Well, the, your conscripts move slower.
1: Yeah. Maybe the conscripts
3: are the problem for these armies. Um,
1: well, how many we just couldn't po- get it done. Did, did we, we How many hexes, hexes do you have
2: to move all together?
1: Twenty-one. No, because you can start here. So 17. you got to
2: move about three hexes per turn, which is all the conscripts could do. Correct.
3: Well, with a, with
2: a leader, they can move five. With a leader, but, but just, then they
3: have to get
2: this. Ring? Yeah. Supply. Con, and and fight. So you got to mm-hmm. keep moving.
1: I did not do a human wave with the or a bonsai with the Japanese, but I don't know. I felt real secure and able to get those two boxes Remember, quickly. I did. Have, I had mentioned that you thing. did say it. You did say it. But So, well, Mike, you, you thought you didn't like the three-player game
3: then? or I just wasn't used to it. Then then when you were saying that I was stabbing you in the back, I felt bad for you. <laughs> well, so you won it. anyway.
1: But he stabbed him in the back anyway. And he enjoyed it.
2: <laughs> I took it. Until you wanted to do it to me again.
1: Yeah, then they made an alliance again.
2: <laughs> well, I didn't have a choice, really. Mm. I, I needed myself to, I needed somebody to help defend. defend.
1: I felt if Mark's. British reinforcements came all through that woods on the board D five west edge, and just hit the rest of Mike's troops who by then were in board D five D three D two E three buildings. You would have him surrounded. Could have hit him quick, have been, busted yeah. him, and then you would have formed a straight line with enough AP boxes behind you.
3: Even if I, I
1: would not, and then I have to move this. I have to move west and then you south think instead he, of just straight south. You would have had south. a
3: chance even if I didn't stab him in the back.
1: No, I thought he could win it.
3: Even so. Fighting you, yes. his reinforcements
1: I'm... would finish you off. Yeah. I have to move west a turn. To get and that's but, but see, that's where away you from...
3: only had to
2: move west, though, to get one ammo counter. And then, if I had taken the time to fight Mike, you could have had this center roadway and zipped right off.
1: Well, that's possible.
3: Because I had no defense against it. Yeah. I would have had all my troops. Over went... here. Yeah. Well, that's why I swung so south one... to cover the road. Right.
1: Yeah, and one tactic might be for the Burmese British, if you do happen to gain the upper hand on one flank or the other, or they're just coming straight at you, mm-hmm. move to west or east List. with those AP boxes, causing them to spend a turn moving that direction to go after you. Right. Then right. that takes a turn moving right. away from. And, exiting but that's side.
3: actually what he did, doing too. A little bit, yeah. He moved, These went toward you, and then you, you held possession of the ammo uh, counters. He was forced to go west, and you never did get him.
1: Yeah, well, I'm a big fan of the three-player games. The mechanics work generally very easily.
3: No, I thought that worked out well. You know,
1: everyone gets a defensive fire. The one guy preps and moves. Everyone can defensive fire, first fire.
3: Just like a regular player turn. Yeah, and everyone gets to rally. three each turn. Yeah. Full turn.
2: You just have to think a little bit more about where you're going to use your final fire shots at.
1: Yeah, and role. I in the other two games, I don't think it said anything about alliances. Alliance? That's, but you, well, that's but going to be the next. rule doesn't. But it was implied, but the rule, yeah, the rule doesn't have to say you right. may form an alliance. You could do that. I, I could just not shoot, and we did it in the first game, yeah. Dogs of War, which seemed to play really well, better than these last two. Maybe I shouldn't say that because, I, well, I think it's designed around a central location that Dogs of War, which brings everyone into like I think the building area, which puts you in that closer
3: what time uh period of the war does that take place i forget I,
1: don't recall. I think it was like greece or something and the communists and the Germans, and Persons. then uh the, i think they may have been in there with germans not russians but maybe the british or something yeah probably All uh, fighting for control of this like headquarters or or mayor or government seat of government or something but anyway that one i played at least twice at seem to always be really well and fun but you could right i could just by me choosing to shoot at that guy and not this guy i'm making an alliance although we didn't verbally i don't think we ever verbally said it like you guys did you know what i mean i just wouldn't shoot at the guy who's losing mm-hmm. so he yeah. and i, like- I think but you always <laughs> said things like oh you know gee i think you know this guy's winning maybe if we both just shot at him
2: you know, I only I only said it because it's clear to me there's no way Mike could win it. I wanted to make sure he knew that. <laughs> yes. I just wanted to
3: you know because otherwise, well, I mean, you could have dead for Play the spoiler, right? Yeah, right. Do you it's think crazy. the uh, Do you
2: think the ammo shortage was necessary in this game?
3: No, but I think for the time period, right. it's historically yeah. nice. Yeah, it was
2: accurate, but but it, I think it, it hurt you more than it, it should yeah.
3: have. Probably. I, I uh, broke a gun. You broke a mortar. Although none of us it, rolled 12s on the infantry shots, or just once. right?
1: Just you, once. You, you rolled 12. The IFT, the small arms, that's inherent in the counter. Remember, if you rolled boxcars, you're ELRing. Right. Which Correct. makes you disrupted.
2: Replacement. Yeah. yeah. So I think Mike rolled one. Broke the machine
1: of, gun and, and, and disrupted gun. the squad. Right. right. So yeah. that's brutal, to have the extra yeah. boxcars. Um, I would have maybe had a rule where if you got the ammo box, maybe... You would not have suffer that while you're good. carrying it. but And I think that represents food, actually.
3: Yeah, not... Not ammunition. weaponry as
1: much. Because it talked in the... It's even
3: got the depiction on here. It looks like food storage containers.
1: Yeah, and it says here both Japanese and the Indian so Army the units Army, were reduced to living off the land and com- starving. combating the Burma National Army. Yeah, uh, hand-to-mouth existence. The Indians were more bearers than soldiers, and starving along with their masters, the Japanese. So, being desperate for food, they then fight over the food and try and get
2: the heck yeah. out of here because the war's over. I just, I don't know. I feel like in retrospect, it was a little unbalanced, partly because of that. It, it wasn't like, because I wasn't rolling great. The
3: first couple of turns, I had some great rolls. But yeah. after that, had a lot of terrible rolls. But remember, they're all low odds shots anyway. Right. You know, you had that uh, low visibility. Plus one on all the shots. Rain. Mm-hmm. And that didn't end until turn three, turn four, whatever. Right.
1: Any other thoughts, gentlemen, on that?
2: It was fun. I, I like the three-player games just because I like playing My more. first
3: time, I'll do it yeah. again. I will I'll, play a, I'll play it.
1: Yeah, I tend to like them still. Yep.
3: So. Not that I got a taste of Oh well, then, yeah, I know all what to right. expect.
1: Take out Dogs of War. Stabbing in the back. Well. Oh, like so. <laughs> no problem,
3: Mark. <laughs> Again, with the, yeah, with the, again, with the Dawn's of
1: War, it didn't say make alliances. You know, during play are allowed, but people but even naturally did it. Even
2: yeah. in that Russian Revolution game we played, I don't think there were alliances allowed, but, but it was natural for Dave and I to team up. Yeah, Dave Tim and I, right, to team up a little bit. No, Dave that Steve. was Jeff. Jeff or Jeff, Jeff I'm sorry, right.
1: Yeah, thinking I was, you know, had an advantage at some point, pound him down, and then took it out. That one just should not end in a, in a tie. So there'd be some way to do that differently. Oh. It's like kissing our sister. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll sign off. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, just bye. Bye-bye.
0: Very interesting.
1: Well, thanks for listening to it and let yeah. me put it in there. Yeah, very good. Can't wait to play that. So now it's time to sign off?
0: I guess it is. That's a show, as we say in the business. All right, everybody. Hope you enjoyed business.
1: this ASL-packed Show Yeah. All ASL except for the movies, Movies, which is still kind of
0: about ASL. Yes, it is. Everything's about about ASL.
1: And so we'll say. Roll low. And rally well. But not when you're playing
0: playing us. Yeah, we don't like that. Not a bit. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.